once again, our air conditioner's not working properly. So keep that in prayer that I can get that. I, I'm the one that's going to have to work on it. So you really need to keep that in prayer. Uh, for some reason, it sets too long. And as it sets, it just kind of, it's old. Sometimes when I said I go like that too. <laughs> we're going to get the kids down there. Either way, we're going to get the kids down there. They may not get to ride the big bus because I'm telling you what, when that's not air conditioned, that's an oven. I guess we could do leave a minute, get them used to the heat. <laughs> I think the weather is supposed to be somewhat, for camp, real good. I mean, usually it's 95 to 105, but it looks like it's going to be better than that. God's good. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you for uh, just being here, touching our hearts and touching our lives. The word says you never leave us, you never forsake us. So that means that every believer that's here, every believer by the Internet, you are there. And we thank you, Father, that your blood was enough. Your blood took care of every situation, every circumstance in our lives. And we thank you, Lord, that as you walk through us, we are a witness for you, Father, in everything that goes on. We give you all the praise this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to talk about a subject that seems to be, I guess because the enemy is such a deceiver and the enemy is such a liar. You know, the Bible says that the, the enemy, Satan, is the father of all lies. Well, isn't it interesting that that is the biggest part of our realm now is no one can tell the truth? I mean, even you and I are so indoctrinated by garbage, lies, that we think that's truth, and then we speak it, and here we are telling a lie that we don't even know is a lie. That can change, especially for us. Because we, you know, it's interesting. Somebody can be carrying a spirit and not even know they're carrying it. Someone can be, uh, be living a life that is wrong in, in, you know, this, let me... We've only got one thing that is true left on this earth, and that's this word. You say, well, which translation? It doesn't matter. The basics of what it says is true. Uh, you can read the Passion, and it reads a whole lot different than King. I, I tease John all the time because he quotes things in King James because that's what he memorized. And to me, it's, you're talking Latin. Uh, you know, they... they, they they wrote it for the king, so they wrote it like the king talks. Well, the Passion Bible is like we talk. But is which one's wrong, which one's right? Neither one. Because they basically say the same thing, the truth. Now, the real truth is Jesus Christ. But the real truth is he put it in here so that we would have it to read and to meditate on it and to know it. So this is the foundation. We're going to get into that a little bit, and you know this, but we've got to recognize there's hardly any integrity in anything that's going on now. It's amazing. This movie that I haven't got to see yet, uh, The Hope of the Sound of Freedom. I've seen an interview from the, the man that the, books, or the movie is written about, and he said that he was working for the CIA, and he was, he was infiltrating into the groups that are doing the trafficking for the kids, and they come to him and say, we don't have the resources or the importance 
to do this, so your job is over. That's a lie. So he knew it was a lie according to the word, and he took it on, upon himself. Brad, what's the name of that foundation? Outreach Underground Railroad, something we might want to look into because that's where the money's at now to reach the kids that are being taken off the streets. But we're living in a society, and you all know this. I don't, I don't have to spend much time on this, really. How much truth is even going? I mean, even in our schools, they've changed the textbooks to the truth. So we're getting... We're, we're, we're getting we're getting like the world without even meaning to. That's why it's so vitally important to get back to the truth. It's no different than every family here, every family here, none barred, is dysfunctional. Every mom, every dad, to a degree, because you were raised by dysfunctional people. I don't care how far back you go and look how things have changed. I mean, there was a time you couldn't even say that someone was pregnant. But we're slowly getting, and it's good to get to the truth of speaking and learning, but now we're talking about kids can be boys and boys can be girls and girls can be guys, and it's not in the Word. Absolutely not in the Word. I, I was so disappointed. Uh, the basketball player, great big tall guy, Barkl Barkley, Barkley, Charles Barkley, he is now telling everybody to drink Bud Light because we should be supporting the transgenders. That's a lie. And we've got to get to the place ourselves, and we're not responsible for him. We're not responsible for all that's going on. We're not responsible for the news. We're not responsible for those lies, but you're responsible. Like Josiah said, we are responsible, and that's not getting into works. That's just a fact. You are, I am responsible for what I speak out of my mouth, getting the right thoughts in, knowing the right truth, knowing the truth, Speaking the truth, talking the truth. What is integrity? It's a state of honesty and purity, a state of being real, loyal to truth. As a matter of fact, integrity is something that you will do when no one's watching. You will be the person you're supposed to be even when no one around is seeing you. You will think the thoughts that you should... See, integrity is not just what we say. Integrity is your life. Do you sit and talk about someone? There's no integrity in that. But that person's doing something wrong. That person's doing something wrong in your eyes. Well, but I know it's right. But that doesn't give you a right to talk to other people about it. Your job is to pray. Your job is take the authority that you've been given by the truth, the integrity of the word, and bind that spirit and trust God to take care of it, and you're supposed to shut up. Can I say it that way? You're not supposed to be the complainer. You're supposed to be the encourager. Are there things to complain about? Would you like me to write a book? Are there hurts? Would you like me to write a book? Have we been stabbed in the back? Would you like me to write a book? But it doesn't do any good to talk about it. 
We're going back to integrity now. We're talking about what, what's real and what's honest. It's a pla Really, folks, listen. It's a place of protection in the world we live in. Because, see, if you live the best you can with the integrity that God placed in you, then he is going to, according to the word, take care of you. I've got all kinds of scriptures today. Proverbs 10, 9 says, He who walks with integrity walks with security. It's a place of refuge. It's a place of, if I know that I've spoke the truth and said the truth. Now, I've had many, 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 many times that people have accused me of, of saying or doing something. But I may have made a mistake in what I said, but my heart was integrity. My heart, I wouldn't hurt nobody purposely. If you are planning to hurt someone, then I have to question where you're at. Because that's not, that's not a Christian. That's not a person that's born again. That's not Jesus. That's not the Holy Spirit to purpose to get somebody back, to purpose to connive and twist and, and manipulate. That's, that's, not, that's not integrity. There is no integrity in that. But we've got to come to a place to recognize that there is a protection. When I know I've said the right things and my heart's right, then if they twist it and turn it, that, that's just a good chance for me to grow and not complain and not talk back and not get mad and not. This is bigger than, this is bigger than we really can grab. Integrity is where it's at. Uh, Psalms. 25:21 says, let integrity and uprightness preserve me. <laughs> I like that. He's saying to God, God, you know where I'm at. You know I'm walking the best I can. So I know, according to your word, that you're going to take care of me because I walk in integrity. Psalms 41:12 says, you uphold me in my integrity. See, integrity is the foundation, really. The integrity is the foundation of life. Well, why is that? Because the word is integrity. Anything in this word is truth. It's what you can stand on. I don't care if it's things you can't even understand. I mean, the water spreading and the Israelites walking through on dry land. I mean, we don't get much rain around here anymore, but when a quarter inch hits the ground, it gets a little slimy on top. Could you imagine I mean, could you imagine the Mississippi River stopping, flowing? That alone would be a miracle. Think how it would build up on the other side. But I guarantee you, it'd take a many a day of sun before you could walk across on dry land. Well, should we believe that? Yes, because it's in the Word. Well, it doesn't make any sense. Neither does believing you're going to heaven, really. Anybody go there? There are people that, we're so fickle, God is allowing some to go and come back to tell you about it. But the truth is the word, and integrity is, uh, the integrity is really our foundation. It, it, listen, if you violate integrity, you violate your character. If you violate integrity, you violate your peace. Now think about it. If you lie about a situation, how do you feel? See, it's not you. The real you walks in integrity. The real you is the Spirit of God inside you. The real you, do, 
You're only lying to cover something. You're only lying to make you look better. You're only lying when you're in pride. You're only lying when you're trying to get your way over a situation. You're only lying, but you don't have peace. That's all part of it. You violate integrity, you compromise your very convictions. You compromise the word. That's not even a good word for it. You lie about the word. Because you know the word. Most of you here know the word. Most of you here you know. Thou shalt not. Now those are commandments. But all you have to do is do the one he, that Jesus said. No, above all is love. Because see, if I love someone, I'm not going to talk about them. But I don't like that person. But the Bible says that you love them. To love your enemies. Isn't it crazy how it's upside down? I mean, everything about it is just like, no. The world says, save your money. And God says, give it away. I mean, I could, keep, I could just keep on going in that. I deserve. You don't deserve anything. By grace, you get everything. He's already taken care of all of that. He's got that. But see, we've got to recognize that we individually have a choice every day of our life to walk with that foundation. John 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and, and the Word was God. Jesus is the Word. Jesus is this right here. Everything in here from beginning to end, right down, is the Word. From Genesis to Revelation is the Word. It's the truth. It, 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 it's what, it's what, 1 Corinthians 3.11 says, No other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. I've explained this many times, but a lot of people don't grab this. When you get ready to build a building, you have to have a very, in the scripture, let me read it, Ephesians 2.20, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. I'm getting ready to, it's been a slow process, but I'm going to build a garage at my house. I've been working on the, the ground and building. I swung a sledgehammer yesterday, and oh, my gosh. I drove two fence posts that are about six feet tall down to about 18 inches in this ground. My body feels like it, the sledgehammer, well, matter of fact, I did miss one time and it hit right here and that is so sore. Well, it deflected off so I didn't break anything. And Doc's sitting there thinking, what are you doing in 72 driving with swinging a sledgehammer? I thought that, Doc. <laughs> when it hit me, I thought, what am I doing in 72? That was my exact words because that's what he'd say to me. What are you doing in 72 climbing a ladder? What are you doing? But back to my story. I see the land, and I see it's a little higher over here than where I want this corner to be. If I, if, I, if I level it, and I start at this corner, then I've got a whole lot of material to move. If I start at that corner, then I've got to fill this corner, which doesn't have compaction, so I'm kind of in it. Well, see, Jesus and the Word and His integrity is your foundation. So we've got to go to a corner of our life and decide where it's going to be. Because this location is exactly, it'll be exactly, if I go across that room, will be exactly the same exact level 
as this. But see, if I'm not walking with this, I'm doing like I am now at home, looking at it, deciding where should I, where should I, where should I direct my life? What should I go by, how I feel, by what I want, what I think? No, it has to go back to the foundation, the very cornerstone of our life. This is the integrity of your life. This alone is the integrity of our life. And see, the more we get in this, into it, in, in here, the more we can watch the news and know when they're lying. The more we can be around people that are lying and we can discern really quick. Young people are the best. If you're fake, they know it. I mean, I don't care anybody in here. If you're talking to them and you're not telling the whole truth or you're talking in pride or you're talking... Uh, not in that humility that you should as a, as, a, as, a, as a director, as a teacher. They know in a heartbeat. Why? Because they're living in the crazy world and they learn discernment and they learn to protect themselves. They, it's no different than where you're at. You can go down here at the prison. They're called convicts because they're cons. And the longer they're together, the better they get. And we've got to have this to discern Who's speaking the truth out here? I mean, you hear the words. You hear the things that's going on. It's like trafficking. Give me a break. Of all the things in the world, the government should have enough money to fund that to the degree that no child gets stolen. And those that get caught don't just get off. I don't like to say this from the pulpit. They're the kind that need to be lined up and give everybody a gun Amen. or get saved. But get, get real real here. You caught somebody trafficking and they got saved. Guess what? They got forgiven. That's why I'm not God. But see, that's the goal we're supposed to be. When someone hurts you, we've got to go, I've got to put the hurt down. I've got to let it go. I've got to forgive. Why? Because that's the integrity of the word. Hitler, we all know what he did. But what if he got saved? What if we get to heaven and just prior to him leaving the earth... He said, Lord, I'm so sorry. Forgive me. I know you died for my sins, and I know you rose again. He's going to be in heaven. Now, I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying. But see, that's, that's, that's the power of this that he gives us to put here. And we, gotta live. We, we can't just choose the truth. We have to live the truth. We have to walk in integrity. We have to recognize the power that's behind it. We've got to recognize that if we compromise it, it changes our whole life. We, we lose it. I don't, I don't want to lose it. It's hard to keep peace. I don't want to lose it. You lose direction in life in all this if you don't speak truth. Proverbs 11.3 says integrity will guide the upright. What about Daniel? He come up Wednesday night we were talking. What about Daniel? Daniel in, in Daniel 1.8 says that he purposed not to compromise his belief. He purposed. 
See, we've got, a, we've got a choice. Everybody here, I don't care what your age is, I don't care how young you are, you'll get to a place that you, can, you, you make a choice, but you have to purpose to do it. And you have to purpose to already know what the truth is. And you have to purpose to know that you've got to walk in integrity. You're only responsible for you. As parents, we're, we're, we're told to train them up. We take them in the bathroom and we say, take the toothbrush. Here's how, and, and Now you do this every morning and you do this every night. This is what you do. And you walk with them and you train them and you train them and you train them. And then pretty soon they know the truth of keeping their teeth clean and keeping their breath clean and keeping the cavities away by doing this. That's the truth. That's integrity. That is life. That is the way we are. We've got to recognize this is our instruction manual for walking in all of this truth because he's telling us, every, I don't care what your problem is. I don't care how you dress. I don't care how you talk. I don't care what you eat. I, sugar. <laughs> Josiah. But we all do it. I, I am better with, I, I mean, now, maybe once, once a week I'll put sugar in my coffee. But there for a while, I was putting coffee in my sugar. <laughs> knowing, knowing the truth of sugar. Totally, folks, listen, I don't know if you know this. It totally shuts down the immune system. And we wonder why we're sick, and we wonder why we're, we have cancers, and we wonder why we have problems. Well, well you, you'd have to not even eat to not get sugar, because it's in everything that's made. But we can limit that by the truth, by the integrity, by a choice. You say, well, Pastor, you're stepping on my toes. No, I'm stepping on mine too, because I know it's not good for me, but the real integrity in me knows to leave it alone as much as I possibly can. We've got a few in here that have just made a choice. Nona, Betty, absolutely. I mean, they're not going to do it. They're gonna, not going to eat what they know has just been sugar dumped into it. I can remember when I was a child, we would get a bowl of cereal. Anybody, everybody knows what I'm going to say. Because you weren't taught then. And we literally, I mean, you got the food out, and then there's your milk, and it's got this other solution that's still in it. But boy, we got to get that down because now we pour that straight sugar in us. Anybody do that besides me? Kool-Aid. Mom, mom had Kool-Aid all the time. Well, now make it and watch how many cups of sugar you put in that stuff that's colored dye that's bad for you too. But the integrity of it all is we know the truth. Now, let, let's just take this back to our daily walk. You know it's a lie when someone tells you something that you shouldn't be repeating, but you tend to gossip and repeat it. The gossip's not integrity. The lie is not integrity. The truth of. You say, well, Pastor, why don't you drive, why don't you drive the speed limit? Because I don't have quite the integrity there that I should have. I'm doing better. I'm setting my cruise control. I looked down the other day, and I was actually doing 57 mile an hour. I was blowed away. But real integrity, God, real integrity, the speed limit says 55, so I shouldn't drive any faster than 61. 
See? Drives me crazy to come up behind somebody that's running 55. Isn't that terrible? But see, that's, this is me. I'm, I'm as guilty as everybody here in this area, but, but we've got to do better. Why? Because that's all part of what the Word says for us to do. And what's amazing, and you all know this, I can be going to Perryville, somebody running 55, and I can blow around them at 61, 62, and I can pull up to the first stoplight at Perryville, and guess who pulls up right behind me? Every, not once in a while, and it can be an old broke-down truck. Blah, 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 just pull up behind me like, you've been sitting there waiting. i just been driving, I'm pulling out the same time you do. It's all, it's, folks, it's, it's all integrity. It's, but see, Daniel, Daniel purposed. You know, what's interesting about that too, and I'm, I'm going to quit here. Daniel, literally, it says in, in Daniel 5, verse 14, they heard that he had the Holy Spirit in him, that they had the Spirit of God, it says. They heard. Well, who heard? Josiah said it. They recognized he walked with God. They recognized, and then, and you all know the story of Daniel and, and the lion's den, and, and he got tricked into, not tricked, he was doing his worship. But they knew he was going to be in the window doing that. So they set up a plan where if he worships and he goes to the lion's den, you all know the story. They couldn't even, they said, what, what scripture is it? Verse 6, chapter 6, verse 5, it says, We shall never find any charge against him. He walked in such integrity that they knew, the people that worked around him knew, there's nothing we can do. We've got to trick him. We've got to lie to get him. But guess who honored Daniel? Guess who walked in faith? Daniel. Guess who knew God's going to take care of me because I walk in truth. And I'm doing what the Word says so I know I may not have friends. I may have people that don't like me. I may be shunned at school. But fact is, I'm walking with the truth and He will take care of me every time. Team, come on up. Proverbs 4.23 says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs issues of life. Simple message. Just choose to walk in the things of God. Choose to walk in the integrity of God. And I'm not just talking about lying. I mean, come on. I'm talking about life. I'm talking about every day. I'm talking about instead of being nasty to people, be kind to people. Don't purpose to be nasty. Don't purpose to be sarcastic. Purpose to tell the truth. Purpose to love people. Purpose to accept people for how crazy each and every person here is. We're all so different, folks. I don't want to... Oh, it would be horrible if every, all of us were the same. What would be the sense? And God could have done that. He could have designed that. He could have said, the moment you're saved, you're, you're just exactly like me in in your mind. Fact is, he did make us exactly like him. We just have to start allowing that to direct our life and not the old stuff that's in our brain. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
faith. And you know we all struggle in many areas of our life, but you are faithful to take everything, turn for good, help us to go and grow, help us to go from glory to glory to glory. We can't attain it automatically because our mind gets in the way, but we thank you, Lord, that you're working with us. You love us. You'll never leave us. You'll never forsake us. And we know at the very end it's all going to come out, but we love you, Father. We give you all the praise, and we thank you for everything that's going on in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Call you blessed. You are dismissed. We'll be up front if you need prayer for anything.